Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Token Games Podcast. I'm your host and sometimes referee who got a new editing machine and also a new phone, which is why we had a delay in doing this stuff, Zach Stad Pearson, and you've activated my trap car. I summon James Tono in defense mode. Hello there. Not Obi-Wan enough. You've also activated my special summon. I exceed summon the Lord Zenkai. <laughs> yeah. Wow, your ass ain't been on this thing in like three months. That's all you get. Okay, fair enough. I'm I'm just surprised you you put me as a succeed and him a normal defense summon. Well, I mean, somebody had to get sacrificed. Well, technically, you can't play in defense mode. You can only play face down. You know, there's a limit to how much nerd one person can have. I'm just saying. I used to play the game, David. I'm just saying. Obviously not. You forgot. No, I didn't. I think you forgot that the goal of these intros is to keep them somewhat fresh, interesting, or random because we've been doing them so long. I'm just saying you can only um, play in face-up defense position if it Requires you to. Your daughter's going to get a boyfriend. All right, so getting into the topics. Not until she's past 18. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Topic one. What do you want to, who do you want to see get a Marvel show? Not movie. Next. Number two. Black Widow finally coming out. Should you risk a theater or stay at home at this point to watch it? Because the premium version is going to... They're going to play the Mulan game, but unlike Mulan, it's actually going to be worth your time and not suck and slightly feel a little bit almost damn near racist. Number three, is the new Switch actually a new system instead of an updated model? And if we blow through these two quick, I'm going to uh, add a bonus topic. All right, we've changed the format a little bit back to the old one now that there's timestamps on YouTube. So what's going to happen is... One person goes through all of their topics, and then the next person goes, the next person goes. However, if you have some questions about anything someone says, feel free to ask in a non-dickish manner. All right. So, topic one, I'm going first. That's a loaded-ass question for me, and I'm almost mad at myself because I had about a week or maybe four or five days to think about how to answer this fucking question that I made. And I just keep thinking to myself, damn, that list too long, bro. That list too long. So I'm going to just narrow it down to one male character, one female character, and one group. First off, it's been hinted at for the longest time, the Thunderbolts. Now, for those who aren't in the loop, the Thunderbolts are basically uh, the closest Marvel gets to the Suicide Squad. Realistically speaking, if you think about it, the Suicide Squad's purpose is to weed out villains that no one gives a shit about anymore and put the villains who aren't, you know, in the middle of terrorizing a hero that are popular or they can't fit anywhere else, but they but they're popular, have them uh, have a story for them to be in. But in the case of uh, Marvel, it's really just we want popular people and popular villains and whatnot to be. And, uh, for lack of a better term, in the spotlight. And if they we really like them, or at least now this part is a bit of my opinion, if we really like them or they're really popular, 
We'll make them a good guy or an anti-hero so they can get out of jail and be and mess with the superheroes and shit or coerce among them. I mean, cohabitate among them. Now, the main reason, though, is that they don't have to add a lot of new characters. They could even have villains that we haven't seen or they could take all the villains that ain't been doing shit or was only showing up in like one movie and put them on a team. There's enough for them. Remember, uh, hey, James, you want to go to Push to Talk, bro? Mm. Remember the white ghost lady who was technically not that much of a villain after the end of Ant-Man 2. Uh, she came back after. And guess who forgot to put his shit on silent and vibrate? The Whoever the main villain was for Ant-Man 2, the ghost knight lady. I forgot the character's name. Spectre, I think. She came back after the poof. Technically, she would fall under anti-hero or reluctant villain. Baron Zemos, obviously, who apparently is actually a Baron. Uh, who am I forgetting? Oh, yeah. And General Ross, who technically exists, technically exists in the Marvel continuity. But rem- I don't know if y'all know this, but there's a Red Hulk that came out. And General Ross is the Red Hulk. Uh, what makes him different besides being cognitive, like a normal person, uh, General Ross can literally absorb all forms of radiation, including gamma. So he can actually weaken a Hulk, a green one, at least. Uh, what's a good fourth villain? See, Tony Stark kills a lot of his villains, so I can't really call anybody off from him. Hmm. I don't know. I, I don't really. Oh, yeah. Uh, the guy from um, Luke Cage. He can uh, the, the main villain of uh, season two or season one. The one who uh, had, was from Jamaica or uh, the Bahamas. Right. That guy. And fucking. The fifth one. Hey, they can put somebody new on. Surprise me. I'm leaning towards Polaris, but. If memory serves, Marvel Polaris is not the Polaris, same Polaris. I think it may be Songbird now. I'm not too sure. Anyways, now as far as a male, uh, well, I don't. I know y'all didn't catch this, but FX, right during the merger, they did Legion, which was considered one of the best shows on the network, and I'm still sad that we did two seasons. It was about Professor Xavier's son, and if you know anything about his son, who's stupid scary powerful, he has... 100 or more personalities living inside of his brain and they all have their own reality and think they're actually the real or dominant personality and he has their abilities. So essentially, Legion has every possible mutant ability you can think of. They gave that guy a show and it's really good. Aubrey Plaza's in it. Just look up Legion on FX or FXX. I don't know why they have so many FXX channels. It's fucking annoying. But anyways, X-Man is one of the only characters I can think of who's stronger than him. Oh, but Zex, which X-Man? No, there's actually a mutant, Nathan Gray. His his alias is X-Man. He's basically the strongest mutant. His power alone can rival that of the Phoenix by himself. He's basically a telekinetic, but... 
he's on a completely different dimensional plane, and I'm not even speaking figuratively, than Charles Xavier. I'm sure y'all remember Cerebro, the machine that amplifies psychic mutants' powers by a hundredfold. It's the giant helmet he always puts on in that weird room. Oh, I remember that. Thank you. Fuck. Yeah. X-Man by himself is stronger than that entire room. By himself. He has physically manifested things from the astral plane into the physical realm. Not to mention, he can literally manipulate light particles. So basically, if he wanted, he can be the Green Lantern without needing a battery recharge. And this does not even strain his abilities. We're talking about a guy who rivaled the Phoenix, and he can even rewrite reality similar to Wanda. Or rather, just recode brains, I should say. Can you imagine what the CG budget would be for a motherfucker like that? Next time y'all board, look up X-Men. I don't think he was in the show, or if he was, he was only in the one episode of the old show. But, let me tell you. And be disappointed when they do all the CGI off screen. Well, you gotta remember, this is, would be a Disney Plus show, theoretically speaking. So, because of that... I'm just going to put this here because I like it. So because of that, more than likely, the it's going to be extremely high budget. I mean, Wanda didn't do a lot of shit. But when they did, it was epic. <clears throat> and as far as a female character. Now, this one speaks to more of the fucked up shit or that girl that you hate that you like. Or that girl who treats you like shit and you hate that you like it. That type of situation. Mystique, because Mystique's popularity has been very consistent in the Marvel world. Even if she only shows up for maybe one or two episodes, or not episodes, or one or two comic pages, let alone full-on books, because I think she was on the Thunderbolts at one point too. Mystique has one of, is one of the most long-lived characters in the entire franchise. She's almost, if not a little bit older than Wolverine, and on top of that. They could use her as an excuse to show or speed us through what some other characters are doing. And let's not forget, she can transform into anybody. She doesn't even have to be a human. She could be a fucking bug or an animal or a rhino. And I hate her, but I also hate that I'm attracted to her. No, it's because I'm one of those people that prides himself on not fucking the crazy chick and also not fucking with women who will treat me or do treat me like shit. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Moving on. Those are my three. Y'all don't have to have three, but I got three. Okay, for Black Widow, I'm going to just say this. 
Ask yourself, are you in a dumb state or a smart state? Or is your state extremely corrupt? That's how I look at it. But at the same time, here's what pisses me off. They're not going to charge the same as ticket prices for the premium watch at home experience. I can promise you they're probably going to charge well uh, upwards of $20 or a minimum $20 for access to the thing. But here's what they haven't told us. I don't know if y'all noticed this. Did y'all notice that they didn't tell us if it would be permanent access, timed access, or rental? At least with Amazon, you know what the fuck you're getting. Can you watch it on Amazon Prime Video? No. But you can rent it. Oh, you want to buy it? Here's the price for that. HD or SD? We got that UHD too, bruh. And that honestly irks me. Now, see, my thing, though, is I'm in a what you like to call a smart state, but also we've had some random spats of what the fuckery. Like, we knew to seal off people coming from southern states, which... Man, the stereotypes right there. Early on with this stuff, uh, have people a- a- ask questionnaires before they go and stuff. We got the business mandate shit rolling through. But then the mayor all of a sudden says, oh, yeah, I'm going to make sure all kids go back to school before the summer or after the summer. I'm like, are you fucking serious? We didn't just get the ability to get vaccinated under the age of 60 until three days ago. Well, kids aren't going to die from it. Yeah. But teachers aren't kids. So I'm sitting up here just like, I'm genuinely conflicted. But also, I'm the type of person that doesn't go to a movie on the weekend. I like having two big ass seats to myself and splay the fuck out. So if I go, I'm probably going to go when there's no one there any fucking way. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and if I do Friday, it'll be the morning. People are too trained to tradition of seeing a movie on the weekend or on their off day. It's not a bad thing. But how quiet do you want it? Well, they're doing limited seating because COVID. Yes, that's nice. I get that. Here's my problem with that. I'm going to be eating that movie theater, which means my mask is going to be on my chin. Do I want to risk that shit when I can just go on a day that's fucking empty? So given me being conflicted, I'm going to just say this. I will see the movie in theaters if it's under $20 with Disney Plus. That's like one fourth of what Disney Plus cost for a whole 12 months anyway. Not even joking. And if it's over, fuck you, I'm going to the movies. Number three. All right, now there's a little bit of a backstory behind this. Okay, so we all know the Washington Journal or Washington Post, whichever one. They have been lighting a fire under Nintendo's ass for a long time about Switch 2.0 or next system after the Switch. And they've been saying that they figured out there was going to be two more systems that came out. One that's going to have Joy-Cons built into them. They were right. And another one is going to be enhanced, but we don't know to what level and to what degree. However, I want to ask you guys, and this is how you feel about it. Do you think it's actually an upgraded version of the Switch? People like to call it the Switch Pro or the Super Nintendo Switch or Super Switch. Or do you think 
the next system in the line is coming for the next generation. Because technically the new generation, <clears throat> the new generation started with the switch PS five and Xbox series egg, whatever the fuck they want to call it. Element OQ is out. Right? <clears throat> so if they say this is a new system completely new joy cons, because remember they stopped producing the docks. Now all that shit, Bro, I'm leaning towards this is the next generation starting. Yes, I note note the irony of that. But I think it's legit just a actual brand new system, not brand new version of the Switch. And my main reasoning behind that is that because too much shit don't add up. When you make a new system, not only does it keep the same name and you add something to it, Unless you're Microsoft, then I don't really know what the fuck you're doing. But what you do primarily is go out of your way to hype it up, tell people it's coming, set a release date, or set a reveal date to what it's going to look like, standard or fair, right? Now, Nintendo doesn't always do that. Nintendo has a we're going to make a new announcement of our system date or we're going to, we got a new announcement. We want you guys to see. And then Reggie pulls a new system or some part of the new system out of his pocket, but there is no more Reggie. He's going to a worse place called GameStop. But here's the thing. Um, I think that since they stopped producing a dock and they got caught up in this switch, uh, joy con, lawsuit which they can't escape this shit it's international i think they got incentivized to just make a new system so instead of continuously producing joy cons which don't get me wrong i know they're still making them or they're just making or they're just recoloring the old ones maybe i think that they're going to come out with a new system and this new system is going to have joy cons that are completely different so they don't have to worry about the lawsuit anymore because remember, it got to a point now where they just fix the Joy-Cons for free. They don't give a shit about your warranty. So yeah, that's that's why I came to that conclusion. All right, who wants to go next? Thank you. Okay, just make sure you remember to speak loud and be clear and concise. So I guess the first one, you know, whatever character needs uh, to... Have a show. I think they really should do an actual origins of Wolverine, like him starting as a kid, you know, and learning who he is. Either that, if you're gonna go all new, Dakin needs a move. Uh, needs a show. Really think they should, you know, they can use all new, you know, cast of people to play these characters. It doesn't really matter. But, I mean, there's definitely people that are wanting to see that. And the kind of Wolverine Origins movie they did bring us didn't exactly tell everything, you know, page to page. And then it went off the rocker. So that's all I got on that. This is my plan on it. Um, Two, I'm... Going on, I'm not going to go see it. 
mostly for the fact is that I do have Disney Plus, and every time they come out with a new damn movie, they're like, well, you know, if you wait long enough, it's free. I'm like, okay, well, I'll wait another two extra months, and I get to watch it for free. Well, with my subscription. So, I pretty much can just wait that hour, so I spend extra money. Plus, no one wants to go see it out with me, and I'm not going to go to the damn movie theaters alone. That's just that's just uh, redundant for me. Thirdly, there is rumors about the Nintendo fiasco. Apparently, there is rumors that there's going to be a whole new screen and everything. That's oh, you know, the new 4K resolution screens and shit like that. As far as I can tell, if they do go away. Well, which if they do the screens, they're gonna um, 4K screens. They're gonna have to do a more powerful dock. So of course they're gonna discontinue the old dock. Um, it's two different uh, pieces of hardware. I think what they should do is an actual console. It just takes the Switch games and then it uses more power towards it, and then you can just use the Joy Cons. But who knows? What I've heard are rumors though. They might be doing the 4K screen thing. And if they do, new docks would definitely be used for it. And especially probably new Joy-Cons. Who knows? But I know this is kind of quick, but I pretty much just have concise answers for all this. That is all. Wake your ass up, James. No, I'm still here. So how did you not notice it was your turn? Mm, No, I was just thinking. Mainly for just number one, because normally... All Marvel characters I usually know, well, except I for, <clears throat> I haven't really noticed any Fantastic Four uh, people showed up recently. So I was thinking, uh, what's his name? Doctor Doom will have his own for the sake of it. Because I'm a big, well, Fantastic Four fan myself. For number two, uh, the areas of, of like, uh, for instance, movie theaters around where I am are kind of closed. So I myself have Disney Plus. So I usually just wait until the free thing shows up. Now, a big part of it, per se. As for three, kind of what our man's here was suggesting, I do kind of support the idea of like 4K, uh, 4K support for Switch. You know, the docks, the docking thing, it was, well, to be honest with me, it was like an I, 
a good idea, you know, for discharging the system itself while you have your Joy-Cons while uh, playing on TV or what have you. It's my little downside with the the slim version of Switch that there's no there's no dock on it, which is kind of understandable on why at, at that <clears throat> yeah the light. But with the other version, the one with the longer the longer battery the longer battery life, which I have. I was thinking this this was just the last, you know, the last installment or upgrade for Switch. The 2017 model to be exact. So as far as this so-called new new they they're trying to pursue or pers well say at least I'm just thinking it's just another upgrade. It's not like a new system, to be honest with you. I mean, if you if you look at the uh, the what Nintendo did with the 3DS, it went on forever. Then they did the 2DS, and it just never ended. Okay, so yeah, we are way under our normal time of th minimum 30 minutes. We hit 24 minute mark. So obviously got to throw in a bonus question. Um, okay, so I'm going to ask you guys point blank. And fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Shit. Are orcs really offensive? Yeah, fuck. That's okay. Fuck. All right. So recently it's come to everyone in their mom's attention because you know what happens when someone says anything on Twitter that confuses people. It multiplies. Apparently, certain people have decided. And when I say certain people, I don't mean an ethnicity. I mean, ambiguous idiot on the Internet decided that orcs are extremely offensive and racist to African-Americans when the shit was rooted in fucking uh, insults to the Jewish. Orcs, goblins, trolls, and I'm, I'm forgetting one. But let's, let's just dissect this shit real quick. Because there's multiple camps slash layers to this shit, as is anything involving humanity. Okay, so this is on paper what the issue is. Orcs being made as enemies is kind of messed up and fucked up because an orc is basically just supposed to be implying a, a mythical character that's supposed to be based off of uh, considering African-Americans lesser humans other than and subhuman. Now that shit, if it were true, would be racist. But that's not the situation. In fact, James or Sean, if you can... Uh, go to Google and type in the history of orcs. I'm going to let you guys know something real quick. Goblins and trolls, myth-wise, are, are one of those things where it was based in something offensive that was lost to time, but the roots seem of an orc seem to be in relation to the Jewish. And I don't mean, oh, I think they're trying to make fun of Jewish. Ha, 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 fuck them. No, I mean, when goblins and trolls were first being introduced, 
Initially, they were seen as a monster version of Jewish people. And it was also a racist thing to call a Jewish person. However, much like the term black, this is a form of racism that did not stick because racism, it both evolves, devolves, grows, and dies. Some things that are offensive 40 years ago, 100 years ago, 500 years ago are not going to be offensive today because there's no one around to recognize or feel a negative emotion towards hearing it. My, my, in fact, my dad was even, well, my dad was born in the 20s. He has told me racist shit that I didn't even fathom was used in a racist way or words that people didn't even think of. And they're offensive, but here's the thing. They got forgotten. He says, from the time he was a child to the time he was a grown man, there was at least 60 racist terms that faded out of collective consciousness. And I was like, like what, dad? And he gave me the list. I'm like, holy shit, I'm not even remotely offended by half of those. Like, are you sure these used to be offensive? Of course, I realized how stupid that was when I said it. But hey, this is young me, not grown me. Okay, so I'm just looking it up. And it says in Old English, this is probably the oldest translation. It's a Latin word that came from Orcus. And basically, it's goblin, specter, or hell devil. In the 10th century, Old English, Cleopatra, Glossorius, by which Thomas Wright wrote, Orcus was the name of Pluto, the god of the infernal regions. Hence, you can easily understand the explanation of Hellodorfold. Orcus Angelo Saxon. The most PG-13 version of a demon spawn. Pretty much. And then it says... Goblin shit, like I said, which... They use that to insult Jews when they came up with uh, the loan system and the loan repayment uh, stuff. And that was, what, thousands of years ago at this point? Yeah, and basically, in Old Dutch, means devouring monster, um, visual ended. And at a point, possible origins of Old Dutch, Nork, um, pluming, um crabbed evil person. So pretty much, it kind of looks like... Uh, Maybe more like a person that eats other people. Yeah, or is extremely fucking greedy, or is, and I quote, a demonic hellspawn. None of that has anything to do with Africans directly. Anybody Basically. can be greedy. Anyone can be called a hellspawn, but that's based on if someone hates you enough. And um, and uh, and then this this is why I think it's petty because this is a case of a bunch of people didn't know something on the internet. And a bunch of people started making content about it. So it got spread further than it needed to go. My favorite one of all time. It is so fucking stupid. White people braiding their hair is somehow racist. Shut the actual fuck up. Actually, the funny thing about braiding your hair, it's not really racist because... Well, from what I understand, it came from back when our people were more early in their development cycle. And we used cavemen. Basically. Uh, That's what I was about to say. Yes, you're absolutely right. But in the fact that there's some supposed to be some type of patent on it, I don't know what you are inherently James, but last I checked, I didn't get no fucking royalties or nothing on my company. My, my family isn't sitting on some fat wealth because we're getting patents for every time somebody does a French braid or a French twist or braids their hair and their skin looks like marshmallow. Not, I, I don't, I don't have no check in my fucking envelope in the envelope 
for that shit. It's a human nature. Everybody can braid their hair or twist their hair up if they have enough of it. Oh, before you know it, they're going to say making the wheel is racist. I'm, actually, that wouldn't surprise me. That genuinely would not surprise me at this point. But see, here's the thing. I'm a big fan. I think, well, uh, I, uh, Sean, I'm well aware that you and me are the type of people, at least, I think we are. We like to think before we contribute to stupidity because there's a lot of stupidity. I know for a fact you ask a lot of questions to uh, Vanessa about transitioning and shit of that nature. But you ask because you didn't fucking know. I'm the same way. If I don't know shit, I'm not going to pretend I do. I'm going to ask the motherfucker that do. Here's the problem with that. For some reason, the internet, the place where you can go to get proper information, people have stopped looking up accurate shit if it makes them feel good or if they think it's right. I don't understand how the fuck that happened. When you go to school and you're a kid, let's say you're born with the internet. When you do a book report, what do they tell you? Cite your sources. That's where you first learn how to cite things in grade school. Book reports, essays, reference material. But for some reason, on the internet, you say something and it doesn't matter if a doctor corrects you on medical advice. It doesn't matter if a laser technician corrects you on energy and particles. It doesn't matter if it's about your own son before they're born. If the internet decides, man, this shit feel right, it's just right. Bro, I don't get how us as humans got that goddamn stupid. It just genuinely bothers me that we've decided orcs are offensive to black people. You realize now you've now taught a whole nother generation of racists something that isn't true and they're going to believe because it means they get to insult people in another way and format? Oh, it's way worse than that. I mean, just, you know, deciding that, you know, that, you know, black people are orcs because usually when orcs are made, they're made overly strong and overly stupid in their stats. So, and they're like, they put that as a depiction on it. I'm like, do you really think black people are that way? That's how it works because someone told them that shit and there's no one to correct them. Confirmation bias kicks in. In fact, that's actually the proper technical name for it. The belief of being right or correct simply because no one corrects you. No, 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 no. If I say two plus two is five, is it five, James? No. And if I say it 10 years from now and no one corrects me for 10 years, is it, is it five, James? No. Now, imagine if the internet understood that shit, how much better the fucking world would be. And I literally mean that. Fucking, this shit gets on my nerves. And and I, the worst part is that I don't know who the fuck, who, who the fuck do you blame? Because first off, you can't say this is only social media's fault because the law hasn't given them direct orders to fix this shit. They did, but only when it involved politics. But guess what? Oh, Stupid it, it, people it, it, doing the he say, she say game existed before any of us were even fucking born. Another thing is, is that it was not a big enough problem to be a problem until people started making articles. And then Wizards on the Coast were like, we're changing D&D over it. Yeah, see, and that's one of the issues I have, because when people see big companies literally striking while the iron is hot, they automatically assume SJWs did that. No, no, marketing did that. The marketing department did that. 
because that's how it works. SJWs not go up to D&D and make demands on shit. The marketing department and the public relations department's job is to try to maintain a certain image and to get the companies and corporations money. And if they think doing something is going to lose them money, they're not going to do it. And I sat there and I was like, you know, I was just asking people, I was like, you know, in D&D, if you played a human, you can play a black human. I was like, I don't know where the orcs are the black people in fantasy if you can be a black. Really damn near never exist. If it's not some type of Indian fantasy, we don't exist in almost nobody's fantasy. Because if it's not an African fantasy, which you will damn near never see in North America, most people I know literally cannot name one African fantasy, but you will see some medieval shit or you'll see sci-fi shit in the thousands of years in the future, but somehow... There's all, there's still only three or four dark skinned people I'm like, bro, 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 if this is the future of humanity, we already know the whole entire uh, humanity is supposed to become more mixed and for lack of a better term, more sun resistant. Why people don't get erased, but we get more people who are, well, they'll look pale in the winter months and then the summer come, they get closer to me or they start looking like uh, that uh, cinnamon type tan. You see in a lot of uh, Vietnamese people and sometimes in the philippines you know oh yeah yeah and then i'm just in like this five thousand years in the future and you have blonde blue eyes which is a recessive trait fucking around still and then redheads nothing against those but redhead is a genuine recessive gene and it's one of the rarest recessive genes but and, and also another thing is in the future and whatnot we might have a chance of being born with any hair color yeah, or if we're on the on near, we're near different planets with different stars, aka suns, and the light frequency changes, skin tones and hair could be completely different. Nope, nope, still blonde, blue eyed. Oh, here's a black guy. Oh, and one. Oh yeah, it's it's like if uh, some place that they moved over to the Mars, and if the sun doesn't grow in the same thing, people might actually be lighter over there because it's further away from the sun, and the closer you get from uh, to the sun the darker the skin starts to show. Yeah, and I'm just like, so if we're on a planet, I don't know, in the Andromeda galaxy, the closest galaxy to ours, still billions of light years away, you're telling me that nobody's skin is just blue or their hair is fucking purple? There's no mystique-looking women running around? I mean, that was half the thing, that was half the point of Star Trek, goddammit. Kirk wanted to fuck aliens. Let's not bullshit. That man was in love with fucking non-women. It just, it, it baffles me. Like, I think the biggest one, and I thought this was the stupidest shit ever, because people would quote me like they wanted me to tell them if it was real or not, and they, they did, but it just bothered me that there was even a question. What was it? Four or five years ago, someone decided to say that shaving your hair under your arm or on your body hair and then putting deodorant on can give you cancer. And people just started believing it. I really don't understand people anymore. You know, to the fact is that they're also trying to look at morality within a game. I'm like, if you didn't write the person's background, which you shouldn't have to if they're an NPC and they're not important. It Even I know with Dungeons and Dragons and role-playing games, I've never seen somebody make a giant big-ass backstory about orcs. They'll do it for a main boss, a mini boss, or some puzzle element that they have to fight. But regular old orc, bitch, they don't even get names. I know, right? And it's like it, the people don't understand the difference on, you know, how much thought it gets to be put in that. If you did for every bad character, nothing would actually get made. 
Exactly. And then also, I think the main reason it took off is just because when Dungeons and Dragons did what they did, that knee-jerk reaction, they legitimately just, they created a ripple effect. Because Dungeons and Dragons was one of the few things that was basically untouched by society unless it's a modification. It was the equivalent of the wheel. People ain't fixing the wheel. They can modify the wheel, but you ain't going to upgrade the wheel. And they're also trying to get rid of stats change and stuff like that, you know, because it's racist and sexist. I'm like, actually, that you can make it work in your advantage. And it- also, that's dependent on the fucking people playing the game. You couldn't, y'all can do what you want to. If it says, oh, female warrior has half the strength of male warrior and half the defense, but more magic stat. Uh, okay, well, fuck that. Don't write that in. Half the shit y'all fill the shit in is in pencil. I'm just like, this is a non, this is the most nothing burger I've ever seen. This is the biggest nothing burger I've ever fucking come across. Oh, it's like, and you can tell that people aren't paying attention to the actual games it is because when that uh, one guy, uh, he attacked uh, Warhammer 40K and he didn't understand that Oryx and Tyranids are actually more morally good any other race because they're more instinctful um, destroying than doing it by intention. And it's, it's the fact that, and what, what gets me is that I do on some level feel bad for these companies, like I said, because they can do nothing wrong or they can be perfectly fine, but because they didn't pay attention to one little thing fast enough, their stock can drop and people can't get paid as much or not the CEOs. I don't give a shit about how much they get paid. We know they get paid. But I mean, like, that could determine if someone gets laid off or not because CEOs never sacrifice their pay. They will cut everybody else's jobs if it means they keep their money, except at Nintendo. And even then, that's that we don't know if that'll ever happen again. It just was that one time when the Wii U sucked. The CEO cut his own pay in half to pay his own workers. It's actually more of a country's mentality. Japanese are more humble and sacrificing, but... Over here, it's more cutthroat. They would they would cut their best friend for it. The Japanese business culture and the North American business culture can both learn something from each other. But at the same time, capitalism and greed. Uh, but That's we can get into that shit all day. We, we will be here all millennia if we talk about that shit. But uh, um, moving on to the final topic, I want to ask you guys, just point blank. All right, so Final Fantasy has officially jumped ship when it comes to the old systems. They know damn well they could easily put Remake Part 2 and 3 onto the PS4 and uh, X-Bones or X-Eggs, whatever you want to call them. But here's the thing. Is it too early to jump? Especially since nobody fucking got a PS5. Scalpers got the shit. Well, I can tell you for one thing. With that, there's uh, more inclusive with Sony's deal. Sony probably paid them more money to. We know they did, but my problem is, is that Sony didn't pay them to put the rest of it exclusively on the PS5 first. They chose by their own volition to not finish Part Two and Part Three on the PlayStation Four and the Xbox Series X. So I'm, I'm, that's why I'm like, do you think it was too soon for them to jump? Because first off, ain't nobody got the damn systems. I think they should have just made it for both systems and just let it be. Thank you. What about you, James? 
I feel the same way too. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Differences of opinion is the spice of a good podcast, but I'm glad this is something we all agree on because the shit was dumb to me. Well, I mean, it's just a DLC. No, no. The 2 and 3 are not coming out on PS4, bro. No, I meant the the upgrade piece to get your 7. Yeah. It's just a DLC, yet they're making that as one of the core things to make you jump into the next system. Yeah, and then on top of that, like I said, Remake Part 2 and 3 are not coming out on PlayStation 4. So, and, and these are the same people saying that it's not a DLC. Then what is it? Bro, a side like, story. I, like I, it. I feel like Sony's trying to do exactly what they did last time with the PlayStation 1. They want to catch lightning in the bottle with Final Fantasy 7. Because Final Fantasy 7 is like Breath of, is like Legend of Zelda games. They move systems. But specifically, Final Fantasy 7 titles move systems. Legend of Zelda moves systems as a series of franchise, but this sub-franchise or sub-series, if you want to call it, whichever you prefer, moves systems. So they made sure they want every part that there's going to be a part of, they want to get their shit first. I get that. They, we all know they fucking paid for it. But here's my problem. Square Enix knows on a personal level, this is a bad idea. They know it's a bad idea. It's not just that. They're also moving like the whole story onto the phone and with a gotcha system for weapons and stuff like that. Battle Royale. Game's free, but the uh but the weapons ain't like what the fuck when I first heard that I just thought, oh that sounds like some Capcom shit. Who made a game like that? Oh, it's the entire history of Final Fantasy Seven. And they give you monthly chapter. I'm like, are you fucking shitting? But then I thought about it for a second. Wait a minute. We're getting to play every single part of Final Fantasy VII, even the parts we in North America never were allowed to get. And on Hey, and have the Buster Sword because that's Angela and what's his fucking name? Zach. Jill and Zach. So you're just going to have to roll for it. Hey, hey, hey. I don't give a fuck. And I'm going to tell you why I don't give a fuck. I still got materia. I ain't got a gotcha for materia. So if I got a weak ass sword, you're going to get this magic. They're going to make that into also a gotcha system. Once they know that everyone wants um, Bahamut Zero and Royal Knights, they're going to be like, well, you're going to have to do 500 pulls, $5,000. I wouldn't put it past them. But for the time being, materia are traditional. So I don't, I'll reserve judgment on it, but I am genuinely fucking terrified because. I don't know. Just put this on the switch. It should have been a virtual console download. I don't mind paying for the full thing, or let me pay for it in advance, and I'll and I and I can get the installments for free. But just don't call it a season pass. Just call it episodes. If Royal Knights doesn't take thirty minutes to actually do all of its moves, I'm boycotting the system. I do like the game uh, play system, though. Although I hate the game they got it from. They're using the combat system of Final Fantasy 13 one, and they're evolving it. So instead of just attack, blitz, oh, if you have this particular character standing here, they can do these other special moves. Nope. They actually do uh, learn new moves and moves that they haven't previously existed in other Final Fantasy VII games, and they could do combos with them. So it's almost like Chrono Cross, if you ever played that, mixed with Final Fantasy but, XIII. But I hate that system because when your leader dies, the whole party dies. Oh, no, that's gone. 
Oh God, yes. Like I said, it's Chrono Cross. Did you play Chrono Cross? Dude, uh, it's been so long. Oh man, I love Chrono Cross. I've been yeah, playing. So here's what they did. Your attacks, based on their power level, determine how much of your stamina gauge or AP gauge they take. So if you want to do a long combo, you'll do level one, level one, level one, level one moves. You want to do a big combo or big dummy thick damage and materia, you're going to do a level three, which means you got two extra left over or a level five, and that's it. And then the next character can do small combos, and the next character can do whatever the fuck they want to. Three characters, and from what it looks like, you can actually, once you unlock a character, you can actually play them in anything that they, even if they don't go to it. Because in the trailer, if you notice, they showed you the bombing mission, but Aerith is in your party with Barrett and Cloud. They're also, I'm hoping that they make the grind at least easy to do because I want to get to a point where the game kind of plays itself. Oh, dude, I already told so, you, I don't even give a shit about the weapon. I'll pull for it when I pull for it, but I'm just getting the materia because if I get the materia, I level up the materia, weapons don't necessarily mean shit. Would I like to do physical attacks? Hell yes, I do. But I'm not going to pay $50 for Ultima Blade. And then guess what? Oh, you can't use Ultimate Blade unless you have Cloud. But now you're playing a part of the game where Cloud's not in it because it's Crisis Core or before Crisis. That's, that's if you're lucky. Ultimate Blade might give you the six bucks, or you might be spending three hundred. You mean three thousand? <laughs> oh, it could be the worst. I mean, I'm really fucked up if it happened. Unless they got a uh, a cap. We don't know, but it's Square Enix, so I would I would think probably fucking not. I mean, the gotcha game I play, which is that uh, uh goddamn what is it, uh, Epic Seven. It like it it has a hundred and twenty, um, like uh, cap, but it costs like a like a hundred dollars just so you can get like you know forty pulls, dude. So you'd be spending like three hundred bucks just to get one character. Please tell me you're not paying money. Hell no. I got it where I can basically pull half an entire 120, like 60 pulls for free every time they do a new character. You might want to just get into playing Tepin. Hey, I, what's up? I got it to actually where I can get most of the new characters that come in. The problem is the grinding is so tedious. Start playing Tepin, bro. I really don't want to. I just got a, a CPU. It's better than Yu-Gi-Oh! And it's free. I play Dragon Ball Super now. Anyways, um, I'll give you a link and show you tapping uh, after this. But James and Zenkai, I appreciate you guys stopping by. Uh, this episode should be up pretty soon. At a bare minimum, I'm going to have it for the spotify not too long after this with that being said uh i will see you guys when i see you guys